Hello, and welcome to the bus stop. This is the official podcast of the National School Transportation Association. I'm Kurt Mackison, the executive director. And for those folks who attended the winter meeting in Scottsdale, Arizona, you heard about the vehicle to everything uh, issue that is arising before the FCC. This is known as V2X. And what the FCC is planning to do is reduce the um, level of bandwidth in the 5.9 spectrum. Um, and this affects the safety features um, on your buses. So those things like uh, stability control can be affected by the reduction in this bandwidth, as well as things like uh, collision mitigation. So we've joined at uh, NSTA a coalition through ITS America, and we're going to be uh, discussing the FCC proposal. Right now, the FCC has not um, issued their final notice of proposed rulemaking. Um, so we're waiting for that, but it will be an issue that you'll be hearing about more and more. And in fact, it's a feature story in our upcoming NSTA 64 newsletter. So you'll be hearing about that in the upcoming weeks and months. And today at the bus stop, we're very pleased to have Patrick Dean of Dean Transportation. Patrick is the vice chair of the Business Development Committee. So welcome to the bus stop, Patrick. Kurt, thank you so much. I'm honored to be here. I'm an avid listener and, and just compliment uh, you and your team for putting together a podcast that speaks to all of our stakeholders. And it's an honor honor to be live with you. Uh, great, Patrick. We appreciate all that you do as well. Um, so let's just dive in. And, uh, you, you know, you work for Dean Transportation. That's obviously a family owned business. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about the company? Absolutely. Well, this year we're celebrating 50 years in business, like many family businesses, uh, we're really proud of that. I get the chance and honor to work with my dad, Kelly Dean, each day, and also my brother, Christopher uh, Dean. And uh, we, we're, we're loving every minute of our industry. We work well together. My dad's a former teacher and educator, uh, 13 years in public education before taking a leap of faith to get into the, the yellow school bus business. And my brother's an engineer, um, so he, he thinks very analytically and can do a great job pulling all the pieces together behind the scenes of all the technology we need nowadays. And, and my background is in business, so the three of us, we, we enjoy uh, working together. We also have just a fabulous team uh, here in Michigan. Uh, we are based in Michigan. Lansing, Michigan is our home and have 47 locations throughout uh, the lower peninsula of Michigan. So been proud NSTA members for many, many years and uh, enjoyed all the conferences and all the, the offerings that NSTA has uh, put out there for members like us. So we're are honored to to support the organization association in that way. Yeah, and we're we're so pleased to have you with not only the efforts that uh, you make, but also your father Kelly and uh, John Zaworski was such a big help in the business development committee. So we appreciate your help as well, Patrick. Um, in terms of uh, Dean Transportation, why don't you tell the folks a little bit about your role um, over there? Well, I appreciate that. So I, I mentioned obviously my background uh, business, and so. Uh, like many family businesses, those that listen in, uh, it, you do just about every job from driving a school bus to washing a school bus to uh, operating a motor coach and, and doing a little uh, back office business and payroll and everything in between. And so uh, throughout my career, I've, I've done a number of things from special projects and fuel acquisitions to now today uh, working with our operations and business team, uh, primarily focused on contract renewals and business development. And so 
uh, as I mentioned, my, my dad's a teacher and, and focuses a lot on the education and uh, relationship side of the business. My brother's on the technology side, and, and I focus on, on some of the business elements today. So it's been a, a great, uh, enjoyable journey for us. I started my career in 2007 in this industry, but growing up in the school bus business, I had many experiences both riding with my my dad uh, when he was driving to Special Olympics or picking up a brand new motor coach and and now we're kind of reliving that uh, both my brother and I as uh, young professionals uh, working working in this industry. Yeah, so I mean basically you grew up in the yellow bus industry. Do you have some really, you know, fond moments that, you know, come to the forefront? When I look back I do and and that there're times that uh, you know you just have those flashbacks every once in a while and I have young kids now so I'm starting to experience those more and more and as a young kid, I remember I uh, used to climb on top of the, the engine. We had front engine, uh, some of those uh, front-wheel drive kind of buses at the time. And uh, I used to ride up front with my dad. That used to sit on top of the engine. He used to uh, drive a little bit back in those days. I probably probably should have been doing that, but uh, <laughs> enjoyed those times. I, I also remember a lot of uh, experiences going to going to manufacturers and getting a chance to see buses built as a young young kid and also picking up new equipment. So whether it's, you know, driving buses back from the factory uh, as a kid uh, with my dad uh, going 10 or 12 hours from the factory to, to get the buses back. Those are memories I, I cherish and uh, I'm really uh, honored to be able to, to kind of relive those with my kids now. That's, that's fantastic. And uh, also on the other end, you've been participating with NSTA for many years, um, even when you were you know, a, a young boy coming to some of the programs. So I'm sure you have some fond memories of, of things that you did with the organization as well. I do. I do. And, and you know, I've, I've always enjoyed the NSTA uh, summer meetings. Uh, we always, as a family, took that as kind of our mini vacation, part business and, and part uh, to see the attractions of where NSTA was at. I think my first meeting was in 1995. Uh, and if I got my geography and memory right I think it was in Toronto so in 1995 uh, we had our meetings for NSTA in Toronto and that was the year uh, my dad was honored uh, to be recognized as contractor of the year uh, by school bus fleet and, and so I remember that fondly I remember uh, going and holding the holding the trophy which we proudly display in our office uh, today and and uh, I really cherish uh, the pictures that were from 1995 and all the memories. And so since then, we, we've had an opportunity to attend many meetings. And they're always obviously great to see good friends. And, and those in the industry are, are associated vendor partners along with contractors, but also uh, get a chance to see some of the fun sites like we have coming up this year uh, in Niagara Falls uh, for this year's uh, annual meeting. Yeah, that's that's uh, fantastic. 1995. Wow, going back a uh, a long way there. Um, now, currently, you are vice chair of the business development committee, and that's a committee that your father Kelly Dean um, chairs. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about the work of the business development committee? Absolutely. So, the business development committee was formed uh, many years ago by then Chairman Barry Stock of NSTA, and and really our goal was to help contractors across the country grow private market share um, and grow their businesses, look look for opportunities to expand, to represent uh, contractors more across across the industry. And so over the last, uh, you know, roughly 10 years, we've spent a lot of time looking at different demographics, looking at different customer uh, research and need to really quantify what our industry um, 
needs in terms of business development. And so recently, uh, we've embarked on a couple big projects as a committee, the first being a data acquisition project that we started back in, in 2018, and it continued on through 2019 and now into 2020, that really is about trying to pull data from all states, uh, aggregate it on a national level, and determine kind of key metrics for our industry, whether it's ridership, mileage, private, public, uh, bus operation and ownership, and then also financial uh, resources and expenditures that go into the public and private markets. It's been quite a project. Um, I've appreciated, obviously, the support from, from you, Kurt, and Hannah in the office and all the NSCA team. We also had partners that I know have been on the bus stop in the past uh, from Spectrum Consulting, a group of undergraduate students at Michigan State College's uh, Broad uh, Business School. Uh, that spent a, a number of hours and, and months really researching our industry. And so we unveiled at our midwinter meeting the first iteration of the new, kind of the new design. This is actually the second time we've done the study, uh, but the first time we've kind of unveiled it in a, in a new format. Um, and we're really proud of the feedback we got, we're proud of uh, the information that was shared. And, and really it's going to push us into phase three of the project, which will be really building out some of that higher confidence level, that level data at each state. Um, and so we're excited about that. It, it's been a challenging project because each state reports things differently. Um, and each state may call an expenditure something different. Each state may report to a Department of Ed or Department of Motor Vehicles or State Police. And so to try and aggregate this information can be a real challenge. And so it's a, a baby step towards a, a master uh, study uh, per se. And uh, we're excited about where we've, where we've headed uh, here in the last uh, two years. Yeah, and I can tell you, uh, with your presentation at the midwinter meeting, folks were, were engaged. Um, they were attentive. They were interested in the information. And, um, you know, I think that that bodes well for not only the, the work that you put in and, you know, Kelly put in on the project itself, but, you know, where this is going in the future, um, too. We appreciate that. And I really would encourage anyone that has interest in, in data and kind of market scoping. Um, th this is a project uh, that we could really use some support on. So we have a number of states that we're still looking for information on that, that may not report publicly their information. We look for uh, data points that have high confidence levels. So whether that's a, a you know a, a specific survey to a director at a state level, uh, which we were proud to partner with NASDIPS on this year. NASDIPS uh, distributed a survey on behalf of NASDAQ and NSTA to all of their directors across the country, and we got good feedback from that. Um, or we actually go to a state-published uh, report or a legislative report uh, that we can have high confidence in the information. And, and that was really important to us as we look to use it for business development, government relations, and membership development. And, and so if you have listeners out there that are interested in supporting the project, they, even, you know, obviously our vendor partners are an important piece of this. Uh, we welcome we welcome all to provide uh, input and feedback for us. Yeah, for for sure. And and I just want to amplify your point on the vendor partners. Definitely, uh, we are interested. If any vendor partners who are listening are interested in participating, um, Patrick will give you his contact information. You know, at the end of the podcast, but I'll you know at the NSTA office, you can contact us as well. Um, I did want to morph on to uh, the other important project that, that you all undertook recently or recently completed, but it's been um, probably a year in process, 
That's a contract viability toolkit. And it did launch um, a great, fantastic toolkit. I know there was a lot of input and there was a lot of energy uh, and effort expended in the last quarter of 2019 to get this done. And it came out fantastic. So why don't you tell the folks a little bit about the contract viability toolkit? No, thank you. I, we are really proud to uh, to roll out our contract viability toolkit as develop, kind of the business development committee with a number of other key partners and, and individuals that supported the project. We heard from NSTA members that they are challenged from time to time with contracts that you know may may have may have cost increases, may have unexpected changes in day counts or runs or number of buses, fare requirements, those kind of things that really affect their businesses. Um, and a lot of our contractors uh, don't have a tool to be able to negotiate maybe, maybe new rates or different terms with their with their uh, perspective or current customer. And so this toolkit at a very high level uh, addresses some of the, the big four or five cost variables and unexpected things that happen in our industry. Um, and so for all contractor contractors out there, they can go to this tool and, and maybe think about strategies to go back to their customers and, and negotiate uh, things to protect themselves in a rising cost environment. Um, we also referenced a number of other tools that are already available to NSTA members, such as our cost analysis tool, which we've talked about and presented many times. That cost analysis tool not only helps contractors, it not only helps school districts, it also helps contractors in identifying their own costs. Uh, along with some other contract retention uh, tools and uh, fuel escalator tools that are already available to NSTA members. And so this document could have been probably about 80 pages, um, and we, we consolidated it. We, we were focused and really, at a high level, gave some strategies on how to help contractors um, be successful in, in, in tight, tight contracts they may have. Yeah, and and for certain it could it could have been much lengthier, but uh, to your point, Patrick, um, you know the, these are strategies or best practices that we're really outlining for folks because um, you know it's not a one size fits all um, you know situation. Uh, every contract is going to be a little bit different. Absolutely, you know, and, and for us, the one the one that jumps out and it's in the toolkit. I give you a little preview, I guess. Um, you know, is 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 day count and snow days. It's not uncommon for us to have a terrible winter. We had one in, in 2019, early 2019, where a lot of contractors lost a lot of uh, revenue days in their businesses. And so if you weren't prepared for that, that can have a very significant effect on your business. And so um, just, just a way to kind of talk about some of those variables that you may not think about uh, when you first enter into a contract with a, a partner. Yeah, all outstanding stuff. And uh we certainly look, you know, look forward to, you know, further iterations of of the data acquisition project for sure. Um, but also, you know, as we evolve the contract viability toolkit as well. So one last question for you, Patrick. Uh, I know that um, you're going to be entering a new role, you know, moving forward with our strategic business planning. You'll be sharing that. Um, so why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about that? Um, I know it's. Uh, Kind of brand new, so there's not a whole lot of information available, but uh, you can give them a thumbnail sketch of, of what you're going to be doing. Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm honored uh, to support NSTA uh, with some of the strategic planning that will be taking place. Uh, you know, we, we developed a pretty strong strategic plan over the last couple of years, and, and it requires a fresh look. And so I'm honored to follow uh, the expert, Barry Stock, who led our 
strategic planning over the last several years to, to help him uh, kind of transition to, to phase two and lead some of that effort on his behalf um, and the organization's behalf with other stakeholders. So uh, Barry uh, Stock, Claire Miller, and I will kind of form a small group that will will kick off a new strategic uh, plan to start next year. Uh, and we'll be meeting with uh, the board and other stakeholders uh, to really talk about NSTA and how we can continue to grow the association, uh, increase our advocacy, and really meet some of the benchmarks that we've put in place as, a, as an industry. And so I'm honored to serve in that that role. It, it's obviously, I, I mentioned, I started my first uh, first attendance back in 1995 for uh, NSTA. So it's near and dear to my heart and uh, the future of the organization is important to me. And so I, I'm pleased to to lend a hand and support everyone in that effort. And so uh, there'll be more to come on that. Uh, we're just, we, we just kind of announced this at our midwinter meeting and I'll be, we'll be talking more uh, after, uh, after we, we get together to plan here, uh, the steps over the next couple of years. So um, I'm excited. So, so thank you. Uh, thank you for mentioning that and I appreciate the opportunity to help NSTA in this capacity. No, thank you, Patrick. Um, so we, be, before we let you run uh, two things, one is that I did want to acknowledge on the podcast that um, your dad, Kelly Dean, was inducted in the NSTA Hall of Fame last year at the uh, AMC. So I just want to make sure that the folks knew that and for all his fine work over the years, you know, with the organization. Well, thank you. I, I can tell you he's extremely humbled and honored. This is a, an industry. Once, once you get into the yellow school bus industry, it, it really... Um, wraps its arms around you and, and keeps you in the industry. Everyone in our, our world um, really has a strong commitment to the students we, we transport every day across the country. And I, I know he's extremely honored and humbled to, to receive that recognition. And uh, I'm a little uh, boastful about having the opportunity to work with my dad. It's an honor. And like many that are in this the family businesses, it's, uh, it's a labor of love. And, and uh, I was really honored to see him uh, receive such uh, such recognition from NSTA. So on his behalf and my family's behalf, thank you. Yeah, we, we appreciate all your efforts. Um, before we run, uh, I'm sure folks, you know, may have questions about, you know, maybe the contract viability toolkit or data acquisition projects. Um, where can they reach you, Patrick? Absolutely. So my email address is patrickd at deantrans.com. So P-A-T-R-I-C-K-D at D-E-A-N-T-R-A-N-S.com. So patrickd at deantrans.com. Or if uh, they're interested in more information about Dean Transportation, our, our website is deantransportation.com. And uh, I'd be happy to talk with anybody about the, the NSTA projects or uh, Dean Transportation in general. Well, thanks so much. Once again, Patrick Dean, he's Vice President of Business Development for Dean Transportation. Patrick, thank you so much for joining us at the bus stop. Thank you, Kurt.